0: Welcome to the Thrive Retirement Planning Podcast, where we help you design a retirement and life you love. I'm your host and retirement planning specialist, Carl Woolston. Welcome to the show. I'm the founder of Thrive Retirement Planning, and this podcast was created to address, integrate, and simplify eight critical components that I believe every successful retirement plan needs to include. And often we see retirees and financial professionals only addressing a few of these components, but it takes all eight working together in alignment to truly create a successful and thriving retirement. Uh, the goal of the show, the goal of our firm is to reduce your anxiety about retirement, help you get answers on social security, and desire design a plan to replace your income. We want to help you protect and grow your investments and ethically reduce your retirement taxes. Welcome to the show, everybody. It is so good to be here. Today's topic is so, so vital and so necessary, especially as you're approaching retirement and thinking about retirement and the show is specifically for you. If you haven't yet taken Social Security or you know of someone who's thinking about taking Social Security, the real question on the topic today is, should you take Social Security at 62? That's the earliest you can take it without uh, disability issues. But should you take it at 62 or should you wait for your full retirement age or later, taking Social Security can be a mistake that costs some retirees $100,000 or more in retirement benefits, if you can believe it. And however, in some cases, it does make sense to take Social Security at 62. It's just the right decision. So in this episode... We're going to dive into the pros and cons of taking Social Security at 62. So let's talk first before we get into this about what is full retirement age or sometimes the Social Security Administration calls it normal retirement age. Well, it's a little bit of a moving target, but it's also important to understand another term called PIA or primary insurance amount. We're going to throw that term out today, primary insurance amount. That's a good thing to write down. That's the amount your benefit of your benefit when you reach full retirement age, or FRA, also called normal retirement age. So you have these two terms, PIA, which is the full retirement uh, social security amount when you get full retirement age. So your primary insurance amount, that PIA number that they base everything off of, it's based on your highest 35 years of working history, and those are indexed for inflation, and a common question I get as we do social security seminars when we meet with clients is, that, well, what happens if we have zero earnings um, in a year? Or maybe we only have, say, 15 years of working history. What happens then? Well, those those other years will that are zeros will be part of that calculation. And it's not sequential. It's the highest 35 years index for inflation. So, it's your social security benefits based on this primary insurance amount. So how do they figure out what your normal retirement age or FRA full retirement age is? Well, they have a little calculation. It's very simple. If you're born between 43 and 54, your full retirement age is 66. Then for every year from 55 to 59, 1955 to 1959, if you're born in those years, you had two months to your FRA. So for example, if you were born in 1955, your full retirement age uh, is going to be 66 in two months. 56 is going to be 66 in four months. 57, 66 in six months. 58, 66 and eight. 59, 66 and 10. And then 1960 or later is uh, full retirement age is 67. And that is definitely something they could adjust uh, down the line. So you can see your full retirement age on your Social Security Statement. Uh, You can register. If you don't have that Social Security statement, you can register online at ssa.gov. So that's what full retirement age is. That's what your primary insurance amount is. And we have to kind of tackle that before we get into what happens if you take Social Security at 62. So if you're contemplating taking Social Security early at 62 or any time before your normal retirement age, your benefit and we're just going to base this off, say your full retirement age is 66 for simplicity's sake. These numbers vary slightly uh, just due to we have kind of a moving target where people's full retirement ages are at various levels. But if you were, your full retirement age was 66 and you were to retire at 62, you would have a 25% reduction in your primary insurance amount so they take your primary insurance amount they take this it through their formula and it would come out to be approximately 25 percent less than that primary insurance amount and that is a permanent reduction it's an important thing to understand many times as i share this when i'm when i'm teaching a social security class people go well permanent some people may mistakenly believe that it's It's just a reduction until they get to their full retirement age, and then they get the full retirement age, and then they get their full benefit, and that isn't correct. It's a permanent reduction. Now, there is a thing called COLA, which is a cost of living adjustment that each year based on inflation, they can give you a little bit higher social security, but that's just COLA. Um, That that doesn't matter if you take later um, at full retirement age or early. Uh, you're going to have a Cola adjustment. So it is a permanent 25% reduction in this example I just gave. And so that's something to really be thinking out right off the board. It's a permanent reduction. Okay, so let's let's talk about another aspect of taking early because it's not just your benefit can get less. It's that there is this thing called an earnings test. And the earnings test only applies, If you take Social Security early, this does not apply if you take Social Security at full retirement age or later. And this earning test, basically, it's based on your earned income. So there's a difference between earned income and ordinary income. And basically, earned income is it looks at your wages. It doesn't look at other income sources such as your your pension or real estate or investments or interest on your accounts or retirement account withdrawals. So you could pull money out of a 401k at 62 or an IRA and you could pull that money out and that's going to go towards your ordinary income, but it's not going to be towards your earned income. So basically what this does is if you're still working, it impacts those people who are still working or plan on working, and take early at 62. And what the basic rule is that $1 in benefits will be withheld for every $2 of earnings above a limit. And this limit for 2021 adjusts each year, just went up, is $18,960. So if you earn above $18,960, they could reduce the benefit that you're going to get. So let's just give you an example. If say you made $40,000 of earned income. Well, they'd reduce your social security by $10,000 that year. So you could just, I have a little formula here in the show notes. They just take that $40,000, they subtract the $18,960, and then they divide that. They would then divide that by two. It comes up to $10,000, $10,520 to be exact. And basically they would withhold that much social security um, if you earn $40,000 in, er, in earned income. And so those thresholds do change in the year you, you reach full retirement age. And we're not going to go into that just for uh, just so we can be quick with this show today. But just know that there's this earning t- earnings test that exists. Now, it's also important to know that that money isn't permanently lost. Basically, the way Social Security Administration looks at it is that you've never received that money. And so you've never received that money. And so when you reach full retirement age, um, you can have your benefits adjusted, like you didn't take uh, take it early. So just important, to it, it's this really comes into play if you're uh, planning on taking Social Security early. You're thinking, hey, I'm going to get my Social Security benefit. I'm going to continue to work. We're going to put some more money aside, and then all of a sudden you have Social Security withheld, and you're going, what's going on? Well, that's that's what happens. Is that they doesn't pass the earnings test and they withdraw. Uh, they withdraw money so that you never get in your Social Security benefit. And like I said, you can still – it ratchets up and you can still get it at a later date, but uh, it can be a nasty surprise if that's part of your strategy. So let's talk – as just as a comparison, we've talked about taking at 62. We've talked about uh, what – this earnings test about taking early – Now, let's talk about what happens later because it's important to have kind of some contrasting ideas here in our conversation about Social Security, right? So if you reach full retirement age and you still haven't claimed Social Security and you continue to wait, basically your benefit's going to increase by 8% per year until you reach age 70. Now, it doesn't make sense to wait until after 70 to claim Social Security, that's the absolute latest you'd ever want to claim it. And waiting can be a, a great strategy for some people. Now, we haven't talked a lot about the spousal benefit and the the spousal benefit and what that is. But basically, some people think, oh, with, um, with my spousal benefit, I'm going to wait till 72. Well, it doesn't continue to ratchet up after full retirement age. So if you're a spouse who's taking the spousal benefit, you're, you're not going to want to wait till after full retirement age uh, to really start that spousal benefit. So here's a, here's a way of looking at this that's kind of broader than just kind of some facts and figures like we've talked about is if you're getting – what if you were to get 8% per mu- um, on your money, on your investments, and you had no risk? You just knew that that 8% was going to be there. That's a pretty good investment. I mean, that's that's pretty awesome. And and so that's one way to look at your social security about delaying the benefit. And so there's a lot of nuances here to this. And that's one of the reasons why I created, um, I have an on-demand social security class. It's a full hour. It's the class we teach in person to the individuals. And in that, I show an example of one case study where a, um, a family could have delayed Social Security, but still retired early. And so basically the scenario was is that they could have taken – they wanted to retire early and start their Social Security. But as we started and we worked down – this was a colleague of mine. As we put this together, they delayed the the Social Security benefit all the way up till age 70. And then they actually withdrew out of the investment accounts early – and basically what it did in the plan is created about $186,000 um, of potential more revenue, more income during retirement. Pretty amazing way to look at Social Security. And that's what we do when we sit down with with clients um, as we, we work with clients is we can – We can do these claiming strategies. We have software that runs these various scenarios. And then we can look at how the putting an income plan together and how we're going to minimize taxes and how we're going to pull money out of an IRA or 401k. And we can look at all these various scenarios and different ways of approaching retirement and find the best one for your specific situation. But as I mentioned before, you can get access... We have the access to this This one-hour. It's called our Social Security Masterclass. It's this one-hour class. And you can just go to ThriveRP.com. That's Thrive Retirement Planning, ThriveRP.com forward slash SS for Social Security. And if you go to ThriveRP.com forward slash SS, you can get instant access to that class. It's totally free. And I go into a lot more depth than I can cover in this um, this quick podcast podcast. Uh, article and, and episode. So here are some specific reasons when delaying social security can make sense. And so this is a type of scenario where you're saying, hey, we're going to wait up wait till 70 to take social security. Here's some bullet points. Uh, maybe you want to just maximize your retirement income. It's just a retirement income play. Uh, another uh, thing to consider is you're still working and you really love it. And I sat down with clients this last year, and they were like, "We both working. We're both we're about the same age. We're going to continue working to 70, uh, and we just want to maximize that Social Security benefit." And we can run some scenarios on that. Uh, another point is your spouse's survivor benefit will be much larger, so it's not you can't make Social Security uh, decisions in a bubble, meaning the decision that the primary Many times, in most, I'd in, say many, in many cases, sometimes even in most cases, there is a, a primary worker who's who has more income. In some families, it's 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 pretty equal in in spouses, but in some in most families, there's one that had the higher income. Well, if that person takes their benefit early and then was to pass away, the 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 benefit can be greatly reduced. Because they took it early for that surviving benefit, and can really leave that survivor uh, in in a lot less income, and that's one of the things we do with clients as well. As we sit down, and we kind of work through those scenarios. Another bullet point is you're healthy and you expect to live a long time. Maybe maybe you're just gonna live a long time. I had on both sides of my family uh, had people living to ninety-five, uh, grandparents living to ninety-five. So let's let's just run some comparison numbers, just so you have these in your head on taking social security earlier later. And sometimes this really kind of helps kind of think through this. And we, I, I ran this, I wanted to make it real. So I just ran some numbers using our social security software. And uh, like I mentioned before, we use this software when we put income plans together to help us really understand kind of all the nuances and what the best scenarios are. So this particular example, it's based on 2% COLA or cost of living adjustment and a 750 per month of social security benefit if you were to take it at 62. And obviously, these numbers are only going to get larger if you have a um, more social security benefit. So this is a smaller benefit we're basing this off of, but it'll just show uh, the significance of what this can be. And then what we did is we ran a comparison claiming strategy comparing 62 to 70 and what the numbers look like at various ages. So let's just say this person lived till age 75. Now, none of us like talking about death, but when we're talking about financial planning, we're talking about estate planning, we're talking about benefits, social security benefits. Uh, we have to we have to talk about the reality that someday there's you know there's only one way we got into life and there's only one way we get out, and uh, that's just a part of the game we play. So, if this person lived to age seventy five and started their benefit at sixty two, they would have claimed one hundred thirty seven thousand dollars approximately in benefits. Well. If they started at age seventy, they would have only claimed a hundred thousand dollars in benefits, and the reason is is because you have you had all the way from sixty-two to seventy, where you were taking that benefit, right? And uh, you took it from sixty-two all the way to seventy, and so you just had you've had more payments, and so in this case, if the person only lived to age seventy-five you'd have approximately $37,000 more income that would have come through the cl- the claiming strategy at 62. Okay, so in this case, where someone passes away early, um, that can make a lot of sense. Now, but basically what happens is as you live longer, waiting and delaying Social Security makes more sense from from a strictly income standpoint. So if this person lived to age 85, okay, we're going to add 10 more years onto that, at 60 if they started at 62 they would have had about $270,000 of income okay of uh, social security benefit if they lived to age 7 or if they started at age 70 $333,000 so basically if the person lived to age 85 what it comes up to is about almost $64,000 more income for um, for the person if they delayed their benefit to and started at age seventy, and once again, this is because after your full retirement age, you get that eight percent increase per year all the way up to age seventy. Okay, and then lastly, if you um, if you're really this person lived a long time all the way to ninety five, which this is certainly a growing and a significant part of just the reality of living today is modern medicine is. And the treatments that we have are helping people live longer. And it's just it's something that's happening. We're seeing it consistently in the stats. But at, if you started at 62 and this person lived in 95, they would have claimed about $431,000 in benefit. If they started at age 70, they would have claimed $617,000, almost 618. So they would have got $186,000 in higher benefit. Now, it's important to understand that this – we're not even including – the other strategies that can be do tax minimization strategies and uh, IRA or 401k strategies, Roth strategies, there's a lot of other strategies outside of Social Security that we can add to the mix here to create a comprehensive retirement plan that can really make a, a large, large difference in so many people's situations. So when the question then gets, when should you take Social Security at 62? Going back to our core topic. Well, one of the largest risks is longevity, like we discussed. So if you're going to start your benefit early, you're going to get a lot more checks. And so if you don't think you're going to live a long time, obviously, that's going to be a, a big part of why you should take Social Security 62. I've had clients who that we sit across to the table and they go, you know what? Um, my dad passed away at uh, 75, I have a number of health issues. I don't think I'm going to live a long time. And in that, those kind of cases, it can make a lot of sense. You know, just retire, enjoy life, and, uh, and just get out of that rat race of, of working. But there becomes at some point with every individual and family a crossover point where delaying taking retirement pays off. And it's many times age 78 through 82. It can vary on both ends of that spectrum. But in my mind, there's four primary reasons why you might want to start taking Social Security early. The first is that you don't think you're going to live a long life. And based on your current health and your family history, you just don't think it's wise to delay claiming Social Security. Uh, The second reason is you just hate your job. You hate working. Uh, This last year, I worked with a client who was simply done, Um, he wanted to retire yesterday. You would see it. It stressed him out, and he was just done. Um, Third reason is you don't think Social Security will be around. Some people just do not trust the system, and they're just going to get their money out as soon as they possibly can, even if it means giving up some future income. Uh, The fourth reason is, you're willing to sacrifice retirement income just to start retirement. You're just like, I paid my dues. Uh, I don't have an extravagant lifestyle. I'm just going to, I'm debt free. I'm just going to get my money and uh, enjoy my retirement year. So those are the four primary reasons. And these are all in the show notes that uh, you can you can see this as well. So the last... Big, big point that I want to reemphasize, I mentioned it briefly earlier, but this is a big, big thing, is don't make your Social Security decisions in a bubble. You've paid your entire life into Social Security, and it's most likely going to be a cornerstone of what, what happens for you in retirement. And choosing whether you take your benefit early, at full retirement age, or at 70 can make a significant difference in your retirement lifestyle. And what I mean about don't taking make these decisions in a bubble is you need to look at taxes. You need to look at um, your tax minimization strategy. And yes, we haven't got into this, but Social Security uh, can be taxed. In many cases, it is. And there's all sorts of, I one, there's, there's one strategy that, that happens on the back end. It's called the tax torpedo. And as you pull money out of IRAs and 401ks, your Social Security, more of your Social Security can get taxed. And that's a thing we can do. We can take a look at. Um, that's an important uh, piece in your in your income planning. Um, another piece is what is your income plan overall? You have your IRAs and four hundred one k's. Depending on kind of where you've worked and how you save, maybe brokerage accounts. Which accounts should you pull out of first? How does that coordinate with Social Security? Um, should you use a Roth IRA? Should you use uh, cash value insurance if you're higher net worth? What, where do, how do all of these things play into the social security equation? And if, you sit, if we uh, sit down together and we have a conversation, we're going to lay all that, uh, all that out for you as part of a comprehensive income plan. So by looking at how much income you need during retirement, assessing your investment accounts, and then looking at your social security benefits – looking at how to minimize taxes, powerful retirement decisions can be made. So here's some action steps for you at the end of this podcast. Do you have a plan to transition into retirement? Do you, do you understand your plan? Uh, are you confident in that plan? Do you, do you have, a, a, as a part of your plan, how do you uh, have your money be safe during market downturns? Do you know how you're going to, to work at inflation and not get outpaced by inflation? Do you have a plan to grow your assets? Do you have a plan on when to take Social Security? Do you have a plan on when to how to minimize taxes? Do you have an estate plan in place and trusts and wills and the, the different things that you may want to consider? Now, you can simply set an appointment uh, with us by calling 801-810-8434. That's 801-810-8434. We're located just north of Salt Lake City, Utah. And of course, we can get in to Social Security. But if you'd just like to learn just about Social Security, you can certainly take that free online class. I mentioned it's an hour long. You just go to thriverp.com forward slash ss. That's thriverp.com forward slash ss. Our website is thriverp.com. We look forward to, to continuing to give you valuable information week in and week out in the Thrive Retirement Planning Podcast. and certainly here to help those individuals who are looking for someone to sit down with and be able to help them with investment, retirement decisions, income planning decisions, all those things that create a thriving retirement. Thanks for being here and we'll see you next time. Carl Wolston is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, an SEC registered advisor. Thrive Retirement Planning and RWA are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals specialized in fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investment regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate, and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by retirement wealth advisor